You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. What's up, everybody? Thanks for jumping in. This is another fun episode where we're going to do, you don't have to get stuck listening to me. I know for many of you, you know, listening to a daily podcast already is enough. Um, and then you, you, know, you have me where I am fast talking. If you are new to the podcast, please do not listen at one and a half speed. I sound like Mickey Mouse and I am sorry. I've talked fast and talked a lot uh, my entire life. Uh, my mom likes to say I finally found my dream job because I, I came out of the womb talking uh, and now I get paid to talk as a, as a full-time keynote speaker uh, as well as a podcast host. This is uh, my sixth podcast that we've launched, uh, but this is the first daily one and this has been a little bit of a wild ride. Uh, we launched on uh, November 11th, 2022 or 2021. We launched in the future uh, in 2021 uh, and we're going to buy an NFT every day until uh, November uh 11th, 11, 11, 22, where we're going to sell all of them as well. So uh, lots of fun and excited to have this conversation. And we're going to kind of jump in uh, to not only a little discussion uh, about the project and the founder with the project and kind of some of the things they're doing unique, but I'm also going to kind of throw some things out where I think right now uh, I've been really harping on uh, innovation, collaboration, partnerships. And I'm excited because part of this, you know, dialogue that with Michelle uh, is that, you know, they're doing some really cool partnerships with a company that I actually own a, a pair of Sacconis. So i uh, excited to talk that at first. So uh, Michelle, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself real quick to the audience, and then I'll get into the first question and we'll go from there. Sure. So yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Um, yeah, my name is Michelle McCormick. I am the founder and creative director um, at Fierce, Fierce Studios. Um, we just recently, last week, uh, dropped a collection of 10,000 um, of the best-dressed NFTs on the blockchain. Um, they're basically, they're sort of based around 10 real models. So you'll see a real resemblance um, between, like, you'll see, like, certain models that look the same, um, but they're all dressed very well. We have a lot of, like, you know, we, we have a lot of nods to like iconic Hollywood, iconic fashion, very trendy. Um, and then also to there are a lot of like Easter eggs, like, you know, and uh, based on like uh, NFT culture. And so, yeah, we are. So the utility, you know, that's the one thing that I feel like we have like as as good as anybody, if not like as like the space in terms of like what I find valuable. Um, it is. Uh, we have really strong utility. And so basically what our utility is, one of the things is we earn revenue, like our, our NFT holders can earn revenue um, right away. Uh, so I have two co-founders, um, Peg Samuel and Marissa Skolnick. The three of us are very, um, can, we live in New York City and we've been in the fashion marketing industry for like 20 years here. I'm a fashion photographer. Um, and so we have deep connections to uh, brands and magazines. And so, you know, we were able to launch with, uh, we, you know, we had a deal, we partnered with the sneaker brand Saucony on our first drop. And now we just um, announced that 
we are walking, our, our NFTs are walking in New York Fashion Week and how that's happening, which is really cool. It's like, it's, so it's happening in, in February. It's in real life. It's like actually during New York Fashion Week. And so while fashion shows are going on on the runway, our models are going to be, um, are, are animated, will be animated wearing the clothes that they wear um, and in walking on a digital catwalk. Um, and then another another deal, we just uh, we just did a deal for a board ape Board, um, board Becky, where um, she, we got, uh, we have a clothing deal with a, a famous rapper, which we're actually gonna, we'll, we'll announce this week, but it's a collaboration on like streetwear, and so that that's you know a, a little bit of the utility that we have, but it's very practical utility, and it's very, um, and you know it's it's earning like you can earn with it, and we think that's really important and uh, and. Uh, the art, like we love the art. I'm the creative director, so of course I do. <laughs> but fashion's my business, and it was a huge priority that the fashion be, um, I don't know, high, like very high aesthetics. Yeah, and, and, I, so, and I'll and I'll, I'll say that the, the art is the art is great. Uh, for those that are following along with our Mint 365 project, it was the 33rd Mint that we did here for um, with our project, um, and so we also did a giveaway for in our uh, Discord uh, as well for one of their NFTs. Uh, and I love the art. I love you know the utility and you know the pieces that you mentioned. We're going to kind of loop into some of those, but I, I'm curious just from you know I think for a lot of people that are listening. I know a lot of my listener base are excited to get really into NFTs. Maybe they've, you know, they've understood the value. I've been hammering home, you know, what is utility and why community matters. But I think one of the things that is often overlooked is like what what kind of spawned creating of this project? So I would love to hear like what was like the like is there was it a problem you're solving? Was it hey let's see if we can innovate in this way? Hey, what if we can grow a community in this way? Because I will say I want to give a shout out to Nicole uh, Nicole uh, and Jason Keith. They're actually the ones that turned me on uh, to your project. Um, I I got to do Fashion Week New York in 2018 uh, as an influencer with a Snapchat campaign that we did, uh, and ever since they've always said like you know I got to bring a new audience. Uh, my kind of tech uh, first audience uh, over into fashion. I don't claim to have fashion, but I appreciate uh, the space. So I'm curious, like, what was the what was the like origin or the aha that kind of inspired the project? So um, it's actually been like about three years in the making. Um, I so I'm the founder, and I, um, I I started getting really involved in in the um, crypto space. Uh, in 2017, mid 2017, when it was really like on the rise. Um, and then all the way through like the end of 2017, early 2018, um, I was writing a column for the, uh, New York observer on cryptocurrency and I started a company called casting coin. And so I, and I wrote a white paper and in the white paper in the company connects brands directly with models, photographers, hairstylists. And the problem I was solving was, you know, was disintermediation. Like I, I wanted to remove, find a way to remove the agent from the equation. And I, and I, and the idea came to me when I first learned about Ethereum. I had, oh, I had known about Bitcoin because I am, even though I'm a fashion photographer, I've been really into tech since like 2006. And, um, so I had known about Bitcoin since 2012, I guess. Um, and then I, and so in 2017, somebody, I, I remember where I was, I remember I was standing in Italy in, in Flatiron 
And um, this girl who's a friend of mine's boyfriend was a coder and he, he was really involved with um, Bitcoin and the blockchain and Ethereum. And I was like, what's Ethereum? And he explained it to me and I had lit. That was my aha moment. I, I got it immediately. I got the whole smart contracts, the whole smart contracts thing. Man. And I was like, and I, and I've been, and I'll let you go in a second, but I had been wanting to like, it, it's been in my mind for like years like, how could I mix my two disciplines that I love, like fashion and tech to like solve a real problem? And when I learned about Ethereum and the possibility of real disintermediation, I was like that the agent situation. And so I started casting coin on a white paper, realized within a month that I, we were like years too early, um, pivoted, wrote a business plan and been heads down for the past three years building my company. So I love that because there's a part of this, the part of this that I don't think we realize their connection. So, you know, I launched uh, ADHD coin uh, in March, which is on the rally.io uh, uh, side chain. There's a little over uh, 200 creators over there um, on rally at the moment. Um, and it's a creator coin. It is a side chain on Ethereum. Um, and part of when I was doing the research, I was actually uh, originally kind of people, two different companies that had coins reached out to me about launching my own coin. Uh, and I remember Googling through, and I believe it was, it might've been an Instagram account that you guys had, or it might've been the white paper, actually. I think it probably was the Instagram account. And I thought, wow, such an interesting, like such a needed part, right? Because I'm, I'm a full-time speaker. And of course, I have a speaker agent. And then I'm also a creator. And I have someone mm-hmm. that runs my influencer side of the business. And both of those agent nuances, sometimes I take on the role, sometimes the people on my team take on the role. But the idea of like, how do I spend more time doing what I love and less time doing all the other nonsense that exists was really where our coin kind of came into light. And so the audience here is very familiar with the the coin concept. And I love the uh, kind of the origin with, you know, Ethereum and then how do I bridge these two worlds? And I think there is something beautiful to be had on this idea of how do we connect like creator value. And, and one of my big soapboxes mm-hmm. here about NFTs is I can, I believe it can take the starving out of the starving artist. Right. And I think it can remove, uh, you know, some of the barriers. It can also empower some really, you know, mm-hmm. interesting use cases. So you mentioned uh, the fashion week concept, and then you also mentioned kind of some of the other partnerships that you have. I'm curious from a, you know, from an innovation versus uh, like problem, which do you find is kind of driving like kind of your North star right now as a founder? Is it, Hey, I, I, this is additional problem we can solve for our, our audience or is it, Hey, I believe this is another way we can innovate to show the value of our NFT. Which one is kind of your, is your North star? Um, I guess both of those things, honestly, there have been different North stars throughout this whole process. Um, we started in July. And so, you know, we have like this vision, this vision of like the utility that we just spoke of and then that I just spoke of. And then also, so these NFTs are based on 10 casting coin models loosely, you know, but like they're based on them. Um, and so every NFT of theirs that sells, we give them, they get a, p- a percentage of mint and then they get a percentage of secondary forever. So that was, a, that's always that for three years. That's been my North star. Um, and so that was really important. So like, so then d- like um, why during the whole process there have been different North stars is because like, during the art phase, when we finally got an artist that we that worked with us well and a developer, like getting the art right, that was the North Star, you know. And then now that we're we've dropped and we and you know also like doing partnerships and stuff like that in the background, that has always been important. But but like I, my my focus mainly had been like creative direction, 
And so now the North Star is like rewarding our holders with and get, getting the, getting them to have like the benefit of uh, like what you know our backgrounds and our relationships and adding like legit le- utility to to our coins so that like people I mean cool buy art it's awesome I we love our our NFTs you can have it as your profile picture and you'll be like the best dressed on on Twitter but we want we you know we want it to have real utility so people's lives get better. And, and I love that. I love that concept, right? I think that is something. You know, the uh, there are there's so many use cases for NFTs, and and for those that listen to uh, you know yesterday's podcast episode, I announced a new segment. So at the end of every episode, uh, non-interviewed episodes, we're gonna I'm gonna give a different use case of NFTs because I, I think I I'm pretty sure we can come up with about 300 different ways these can be used. And and you mentioned you know a couple of things in the in the not only the utility and and the giving back to you know the holders, but I'll say like for me when I was you know when we were doing the research. And we we you know, we do our best to research the projects from the founders to the origin to what's you know what some of the things they're doing to innovate. I mean, what are the things that they're doing uh, that nobody else is doing? You know, I love the idea. Actually, I will tell you the thing that jumped out at me was the idea of kind of connecting the NFT you know symbolism with you know fashion icons, and then also kind of connecting it with the brand. Uh, and I guess I messed up. Is it so? I, I said Sakoni, but I'm guessing that's way wrong. Is it, well, uh, some people say that, but I think it's Saucony. Saucony. Okay, so I don't yeah. correct people when they my, like my last name is Fanzo, but I've never corrected anyone in my life because I mess up everyone's name uh, in the world. Uh, so, uh, so how, I'm curious, how did that partnership come to light? Did you go to them? They come to you? Was it a, an existing relationship? Love to hear. Um, it was an existing relationship. They knew what we were doing, and um, and we pitched them on it. And so that's the great thing about like the fact that we have like 20 years experience, each of us, that we just have these relationships. So people in our lives know what we're doing, right? So like I have a ton of relationships from Casting Point, you know, our, our clients are Estee Lauder, Sephora, you know, all these, all of these big brands. But so these guys know what I'm up to because I have dinner with them. You know what I mean? And so we'll just start talking about it. And then I, re- and these guys also with me personally, know how deeply I was into blockchain or crypto specifically um, about three years ago. And so when they see me start posting about NFTs, when we started like kicking this off in July, they were like, what, you know, because everyone was talking about NFTs anyways. And they're like, wait, what are NFTs? Can you tell me what NFTs are? And that was the perfect opening for us to like start telling them and then be like, hey, you know, we're doing this based on like really well-dressed, cool NFTs. Why don't we integrate you in there? And, and so it's that. been a pretty organic process. I, I love that. I love that kind of that synergy, right? And I, and I do. I work with a lot of brand partnerships, and I, you know, getting those that already kind of trust you to, you know, we're already changing enough things involved with changing and teaching change. And I know probably so many of the listeners right now, they're like, wait a second crypto existed before you know this year or uh, <laughs> nfts did right i know for a, a lot of people uh you know that this is definitely a new space I, I i think you know one of the things that's interesting here that you kind of you you brought up but i also think is is something that you probably can really shed some light on is when we when we think about like the people that are holding the nft right we we hear about the value of community but i like how you like you mentioned like leveraging your network and being able to to really you know you know learn and listen in and really build on a lot of the experience that you and your fellow founders have when you think about like the, those that are holding the NFT, like if you could say like, Hey, you should hold this NFT because you're going to, what would you be your answer to that? I'd love to hear your thoughts. You're going to be able to earn revenue on it directly. So that, um, for example, the New York fashion week, uh, any NFT that wants to be involved in that 
and you know we've already started promoting it and getting names on a list. Um, will can and and they're going to get paid for walking in it, just like any other model. Nice. So that's one. I mean, and that's huge. <laughs> People like sometimes that's enough said. That's it. It, right? uh, it is, and, and, and I think it's also it's, unique. That's also a unique one, which I love. Right. Right. Yeah. Ex- exactly. And so we want, we're going to, we, we will keep building on that. It's our, well, we're all business people, the three of us, we all have our own business. And so it's in our mind, like revenue is really important. We also are giving to charity. So like that, it's not that we're just money hungry, but we know like you need to like pay the bills and you need to eat. And it's great that like, you know, NFTs are like this cool new thing. But, you know, not every, first of all, not everyone's just like rich and can collect like that. But we also like, it's a huge opportunity to be able to give people the ability to also get a piece of, of this economy, if you will. Right. And I think that's, I mean, I think that's so a big thing, I think for everyone listening here too, I think, you know, when we think about, you know, we hear things like creator economy and I, and I kind of hammer that home. We talk about, you know, partnerships, collaboration, uh, you know, how do these things all kind of work in synergy? I do love the, that the project, you know, has kind of that, you know, that, that not only that synergy across, but also has that kind of cross section, uh, opportunities. And for all those that are listening here live on Twitter spaces where we're recording the, the interview, uh, I just pinned a tweet up there. It's the, it's actually the promo for, uh, this episode. If you hit read, tweet on that um we're gonna pick uh, at the end here we're gonna pick a winner at the end and we're gonna give you uh, an nft for nft 365 so if you go and hit retweet on that pin tweet uh where we're talking about the twitter space that would be amazing uh and with that you know with that kind of mentality and thought process i'm curious you know because like one of the things i think that jumps out is that you know the education is the reason we launched this podcast i i'm one that i love you know uh, kind of translating the geek speak i love you know hopefully bringing you know uh this beautiful idea of the harmony between technology and humanity, right? I don't believe technology is built to solve people problems. We must solve people problems with people. And then technology allows us to scale, innovate. Um, really, in like my North Star goal for, for life is finding ways for us to uh, hopefully help people not feel alone, right? And allow them to feel connected. I feel, you know, in this digitally hyper-connected world, unfortunately, we have we have moved in a, in a way where technology's got in the way in some cases, but I'm also one that is, you know, a massive fan of innovation and, and that education piece is such a big one. And I'll say, I think the fashion NFTs, although, you know, at Art Basel and a couple, you know, I was at NFT uh, NYC as well, you know, there was ones that were brought up, but I feel like, the education aspect of the different you know industries beyond an NFT is also a whole nother um, layer. How do you guys tackle that part of it? As far as you know, when people are are kind of confused on why they're buying you know a a piece of art digitally that is then going to be at Fashion Week, uh, you know, Fashion in New York uh, mm-hmm. offline. How do you kind of attack that like education or those kind of like those not like naysayers, but those confused on the value, especially towards the fashion space? Well, yeah, definitely. Well, are you talking about people that aren't that experienced with buying NFTs or people that are in the NFT space that are confused about the fashion side? I would say people that are getting into NFTs, but confused on what role, where, where do NFTs fit in fashion innovation? So in fashion innovation, well, everything I just talked about, right? Being able to leverage your NFT to be part of like the fashion industry. Like, you know, it's like one of the most coveted industries in the world. And it's a membership card in a way. You know, we are, we're, you know, our, our, on our roadmap, if you guys want to go to our site, look at our roadmap. Um, on our roadmap, 
is the, a, a metaverse called Fear Studios, which is a, a bank of studios, just like Pier 59 here in New York or Milk Studios, where real life fashion shoots will take place, where there's a creative director in New York and a, um, a, a photographer having a shoot in L.A., and they are actually communicating, the creative director is communicating with the photographer as if they're in the same room because they're doing it in the metaverse. So they're doing this right now on Zoom. But like, and, 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 and you know, the tech is not there yet, but we are building for that. We're already negotiating land in one of the more popular um, virtual worlds. And so that that metaverse is, so in, actually we are building that right away. And, and while the tech is necessarily there for the, the photo part, but it's a huge priority for us. We will have retail there. We'll have events, net, you know, networking events, parties, things that happen at a regular a studio. And if you hold our NFT, that's a, like a, that's a membership card. That's access to this world. Which I think that's the word, right? I love that. And I think that word access is such an, uh, an essential one, right? And I think I'm sure for many of us, no matter what industry we're in, we can think about times in our career, in our you know, journey where all we needed was just access or that one connection or that, I mean, and honestly, in many cases, just that one, you know, someone else that's also in the, in the space that's kind of pushing forward. But I also think of it you know, from a standpoint of, you know, I, I will say I'm, I'm a proud girl dad of three little girls. Um, I am more often rocking a pink background on my, uh, my profile photos. And I, I really love the idea of not only empowering women, but as women leaders, um, for the NFT project. But I have to ask because you've been, you've been in this space for a while. And I, I'm not asking you to speak on behalf of women, more on the sense of as you're looking at this space. And I think, you know, I was, very impressed at uh, NFT NYC, how many women were there at the event, uh, which if you would have looked at just like the one video, which was from, you know, Board Ape Yacht Club's uh, private party, um, it would have assumed there was no, there was no women there, but that was just one view from one event that was one snapshot in time. But it's, it, we are far from figuring out the, the you know, not only diversity and inclusion as a whole, but really figuring out like, how can we empower, celebrate, um, you know, bring a lot of these uh, projects and people uh, to life. And so I'm curious for your journey in not only you've, you've been in crypto early, but now launching an NFT project. What is your take on that space? You know, this, this kind of, you know, not only, you know, empowering other women to jump into NFTs, but really empowering opportunities with NFTs, you know, as women that are holding NFTs as well. So, um, I don't know how to really answer that. I feel like, I feel like, you know, the NFT space is accessible to anybody right now, whether, um, people feel, you know, man or woman, whether, you know, if women aren't necessarily attracted to it, I get, I don't know it, you know, it's, it, is it because, um, of the tone of the whole space on Twitter? I have no idea. I feel like a lot more women are getting involved since, um, you know, since I've been involved since 2017, a lot more women seem to be getting involved, especially in the NFT part. I am not as involved with the crypto part um, these days, but in the NFT part, I see a lot more women involved. And, and I see a lot of you know, female-centric projects that are actually ver- you know, vocally, um, uh, I don't want to say empowering because we're, we're powerful. We don't need to be empowered, yeah, don't need, exactly. but it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I, yes, I, I agree. Like, sort of like feel weird saying that word, but like, 
making it accessible to them and, and creating art for them. Like you have daughters, you know, we love fashion and boys love fashion too. But we're talking about women right now. Cause you asked me that and girls love fashion. And so like, I think that could make it. And, you know, I'm actually thinking out loud. I've not necessarily thought of this, but we're having, as we, we talk, I'm thinking of it. Um, creating uh, NFT that appeals to teenage girls, actually, which I think ours does because of the fashion aspect of it, that is a really um, a really great uh, entry point to make them interested in NFTs. I, I love that. I think that's such a that's such a an important aspect of this for sure. And, and a couple of the projects that we have been looking in uh, have really focused on youth education. Uh, one of the projects, actually the project that we minted for Christmas day uh, for our mint 365 is a project called minting miracles. And it's actually founded by uh, a 13 year old uh, boy from uh, Indiana or from Indiana, from the UK um, for uh, he's, he's known as the investor here, the investor kid investor here mm-hmm. on, uh, on Twitter. But I, I also think like you brought up a, a really good point too, on the idea that you know, NFTs do uh, you know allow a gateway. I look at it in all aspects, right, in all different uh, verticals. And I I know you mentioned uh, you know we have the tweet up here um, on our uh, up on the on the guess the dashboard we're calling it here on Twitter Spaces um, mm-hmm. the uh, with Board Becky and I I got to uh, hang out with uh, Board Becky at uh, in New York. I am a uh, a proud holder of the one of the Fame Lady Squad's uh, NFTs. Uh, we also, you know, minted a uh, Women Rise project here with uh, this with uh, Mint three sixty five as well. And I will also say, like for me, you know, part of the art is also the idea of you know it it feeling powerful, right? You mentioned before. I, I don't think it's about we need to empower each other. It's about allowing our power to shine bright, no mm-hmm. matter what our our power looks. And you know, even the NFT profile photo that I am have right now, you know, it's a expansion punks uh, project. But it was part of that project is that they recognized. In crypto punks, that uh, the the females were not able to wear hoodies. It was it was not one of the properties that was a you know kind of cross section there. And so in this project, they did. And so I'm rocking a female PFP wearing a hoodie in that idea of like how do we like kind of rethink some of these things. And so I I love that part of this uh, of this conversation as well. And I'm curious, you know, you mentioned you know the partnership with a you know there's a rapper announcement that's going to be coming out. You're doing um, some of the metaverse side. You're innovating. With bringing the NFTs um, to you know the New York Fashion Show, uh, also I love you know I love the utility aspect of you know who doesn't want to uh, you know make money along while they're uh, you know holding the NFT uh, as well. I'm curious, like from a standpoint of you know getting people onboarded or getting people more people you know vision in here. What, where do you think is like the biggest? either roadblock or thing that we need to work on as a whole, as a community to really broaden, you know, the, the reach of some of these great projects like yours. Mm, Well, I'm not sure that we can do anything. I think meaning as a collective, I think that the, the rules of engagement seem to be that like you have to build community and, and that's pretty much the way it is in a lot of industries now. Um, because of social media and all that, like in, in order to be successful, especially trying to sell stuff like we are um, in the NFT space, you need to build some, you need to build community um, of people that are really passionate about your project. So it sort of like spreads virally. And, and so I'm not sure what we can do about that other than making it clear. So what we have going for us is um, 
like, you know, we have, we have like a Twitter following. It's not huge. We have discord. We're really, you know, we're really active on all, all these places, but we also have our own communities like casting coin. I have like, you know, a hundred thousand people on Instagram. And, and so, and we have like our, our, and you know, what actually is the big roadblock for us in terms of if there is anything it's, um, the fashion industry side of it. So, you know, it's a lot easier to get the NFT side to buy our, our, um, NFT because they know how to. So 95%, if not more of the people I know in the fashion industry, they don't even know what MetaMask is. And like they're, they really want to buy our NFT. And so I found myself a lot on Zoom screen sharing, teaching, walking people through it. We actually, if you go on our site in the photo, we wrote a blog post that's step-by-step how to do this to try to like solve it. But you know, it's oh, yeah. like, it's not easy. Like even doing it on screen share, it's like, it's really like, oh my God, I got to meditate before this. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it is. And, and, and I, I'm also laughing because we, we moved our NFTs uh, originally from only the side chain to, we did mint them um, on Ethereum. So we have them on that side. And I will say it was a, for me, asking and kind of polling, you know, the community of listeners and those that are supporting with our ADHD coin on if they have a, you know, a MetaMask and if they understand the kind of like that process. And I will say, you know, if you've never been into crypto and you are kind of stepping into NFTs for the first time, it is the barrier to entry is it's not a high one from a, you know, technology expertise. It's just a completely different methodology and way of doing things, especially from, you know, the idea of a seed phrase and the fact that there's, you know, if you lose your password, there is no customer service to call. Mm. Um, and there's also the, the idea of like, and, and then this is what I get a lot uh, from, you know, our, our audience. And I, I get this question a lot is they'll say, well, Brian, you're, you're talking about the projects that we, that we should get involved in. And I know a lot of people are, are jumping on projects that we mentioned here. And, and I, I appreciate that. Uh, this is not financial advice, but I am speaking uh, you know, from the heart and I'm not talking or about projects that I haven't um, either invested in myself or spent time uh, investing in and doing the research on. And, and this one um, included, so I'll make sure in the show notes for the podcast listeners that you guys have all the links uh, to the project. You can check out the one uh, that we minted as far as our project here uh, as well. But I will say like the other piece of this is though I hear the, hear this a lot. We'll say, okay, Brian, I bought the NFT. Now what? Like, okay, it's, it's in my, it's in my MetaMask. <laughs> like it's, it's, I, do I need to use a, you know, a password? Do I need to, should I give out my seed phrase? You know, and the record, no one, no one ever needs your seed phrase ever, unless you're installing another device or another browser. Um, but I'm curious, like, you know, I, I guess as we look at like the idea of, you know, those that are going to reach out, they're going to jump on to, you know, Fear Studio uh, and they're going to, you know, mint, mint one of your NFTs. You know, is it, you know, what, what are some of the things that are happening in the Discord as far as conversations? Where, where are some of the things that excite people on the, hey, now that you have the NFT, what are some of the things they can, you know, I know you've mentioned some of the, the innovation side of it. I'm just curious from like those that are like, okay, now that I have it, now what? Well, it is that, like we're talking a lot about, um, especially the New York Fashion Week thing that just came out because it's like, uh, you know, very specific, practical um, engagement that that's coming up. We have a date, all of that. So, so that's something that we're talking about a lot. Um, they're also excited. So we have a whole channel on there for fame. So fame, we're, we're casting the fame ladies as well. We're like the official casting, whatever. We're not agents, but, um, we're, we're hustling gigs for them, um, brand gigs. And so we have a whole channel just dedicated to the fame ladies. You should go there. It's really cool. So what we have had them do is create, uh, backstory for, for their fears. 
the fear, I mean, for, sorry, for their fame, the, the lady that they actually want us to get gigs for, because a lot of people have multiple fame ladies. And so we have them create a backstory, which is like a name, where they're from, where they work. So they actually, have, so we can actually bring the story to brands. And so there's this cha- whole channel of all of these stories, which is really exciting. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's very creative for them. Like, and we actually give them like a lot of feedback. So I created the very first one. I, you know, I, I took um, one of mine and I gave it a whole backstory. So it's basically, it's, there's a template there that I created. And so everyone has gone from there. And I'll, you know, give them feedback, like change this, add this, brands like this. I don't know about this fame lady, fame lady, maybe, you know, because people have multiple, like I said. Like, I'd be like, mm, that one might not work so well, but definitely you use that one. Um, I love that. So that kind of engagement's very, it's fun too for us. Yeah, and I think that's also like a great way for us to think about, you know, the aspect of like community storytelling, crowdsourcing, you know, even our ability to, you know, I, I, we all have a story to tell. And I think the, the beauty of, you know, this ability to share ownership in projects, right? I think, you know, I, I really preach this idea that, you know, each person that owns an NFT of our project is an ownership in that project, right? It, it's up to us to not only, you know, be involved, but also be the ones that talk about it. And maybe we're the ones that have it as our, our profile photo, or we're the ones that bring it up in conversation when someone says, you know, like, they're just phony, you know, funny, uh, you know, JPEGs for, you know, mm-hmm. rich kids in, in Silicon Valley. You know, these type of examples, these type of use cases. And I think that to me is part of the reason I was excited to have you on the podcast as well is because I think the more use cases that we can have, the more, you know, opportunities, like the idea that that we can build backstories, right? Like I will tell you my, my fame lady, uh, actually the fame lady that I, that I have, uh, I mean, she's a badass without hesitation. Uh, and she's smoking a cigarette and she's got like the orange vest on. So it's like, <laughs> if it's definitely fits like my, uh, my like mirror twin half, which I, which I absolutely love. But even as you were saying that, right, I think the, when we think about this idea of, you know, connection and getting access, it's also about, you know, like, how do we find different ways for us to express ourselves, even through something like an avatar, uh, something like, you know, mm-hmm. that is, you know, it doesn't have to be us on, on our, our photos and such as well. So I, I love that. Um, I would, you know, as we kind of pull, wrap this uh, episode up, I'm, I'm, we'll include all the links here uh, for those that are uh, listening, go check you guys out, make sure you guys get an NFT. If you do, make sure you tag the Twitter accounts in there. I would love to amplify it. And so Celebrate those that are uh, that are jumping in, but you know, give us some uh, some of your thoughts or final words on like you know creativity or, or where you kind of are, are excited about uh, you know moving forward and uh, about the project, and then uh, we'll let you get out of here. Sure. So yeah, we're we're really excited about um, continuing to um, open up like brand relationships for our NFT holders. That's something that we're really bullish on, and then we're also really excited about this um, space we're negotiating in this um, virtual world a popular one we just can't disclose it yet um and then in build you know we're opening up retail there hopefully by south by southwest um we're all we're going to be down there for that and that's the target is to be able to launch that well that i like i like i like taking things offline i uh i will be there i'm speaking at south by southwest uh on on a uh a a partner event there i've I've, every year except for the year of course it wasn't there i've been there since 2012 every year and i love that uh, event so maybe that's that's a great place that we can uh, even you know collaborate this uh, even further and and it will be a podcast episodes there live which is a whole other yeah a whole other thing you know I think the last year I went before it closed down for COVID 
you know, I did 14 days of South by. I don't recommend that for anyone that's almost 40. Uh, it, it almost killed me for about 40 days afterwards. Um, oh. but, but I, I, I love the I love the you know the idea of like things not only to look forward to but you know taking these offline. I also love you know the metaverse uh, you know signal there as well. So I know for our, our Twitter Spaces audience, we're going to do a little Q and A here. Uh, we're also going to give away uh, an NFT as well. Um, but for our podcast listeners, you know make sure you definitely check out uh, check out the NFT collection. Check out you know it's uh, NFT number thirty three. Uh, we we minted that on NFA, uh, NFT day uh, thirty three, so we'll include that. Link um, in there as well. And I will tell you, this is a little alpha for those that are listening on the podcast. Uh, we're going to do, uh, we're kind of creating our own little NFT drops. We're calling it uh, proof of listening protocol. So we have pro-ops, which is proof of attendance protocol. But the uh, the first secret word that we will drop, um, the link in the Discord on January 1st, will be fierce. So you guys will getting it here nice. live now. So that'll be the first word for our launch of our uh, uh, proof of listeners there. But I'll, yeah, I'll give you any final words that you want to do on there and then we'll jump into Q&A here on the Twitter spaces. Yeah, thank you. Totally. So I just wanted to say based on because you talked about like taking it offline. So this New York Fashion Week, um, any NFT that is involved in it and walks in the show, the, the owners can go to the show. Because I said, like I said, it's, it's actually real in uh, New York Fashion Week in person. It's at the Paradise Club in Times Square. And so if you're in town, if you happen to be, you don't have to be. Your, your avatar obviously can, can still walk, will animate it. But if you are in town, you can totally go. I love it. And who doesn't need an excuse to go to New York? I mean, I... I not only do I miss yeah. traveling, but I, I miss uh, New York. I was there a couple of weeks ago, uh, but it wasn't there long enough, of course, for uh, NYC, NFT NYC. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love that. And in Fashion Week, for those that if anyone that has not been, uh, I've only been once, and it blew my mind. Uh, I've been to CES, I've been to Mobile World Congress, you know, traveled the world. But uh, that event <laughs> is definitely one of a kind. It was a heck of a lot of fun, uh, start to finish. So thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Love what you guys are doing, uh, and I'm sure we'll. we'll We'll include you guys more here on the podcast in the future as well. So, thanks, guys. Financial advice.